Hello, it's Cam. Welcome back to This Might Be Helpful. I am sincerely stoked that you are here. Today's episode is brought to you by the This Might Be Helpful community. If you enjoy what I do here and you would like to engage with more of this content and take an active role in its co-creation within a community of expansive, curious, like-minded people, then come on by to the This Might Be Helpful community and vibe out. We got live streams, bonus podcasts, extra content, Q&As, member discussions, and a whole bunch more. So come over, say hi, make yourself known. Without further ado, let's dive in. There, there's so much, you know, cultural emphasis on finding, pursuing, developing your passions and your interests, and that's awesome. But what isn't maybe spoken about is that that comes with suffering too, oh. like suffering yes. is intrinsic so you might as well suffer yes. for something you choose yes sir yeah yeah what about yourself man what's what's your journey it unfolds day by day uh, yeah well because i've it's watched great. your stuff and it's like man this this guy it's your approach to things is very one is very soothing and it's a safe space that you create um but it, it's it transcends a different level. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, people like that have journeyed, <laughs> you know, that's not textbook knowledge. That's, that's life. <laughs> it's so interesting. Cause it's like, we're recording by the way. I just thought I'd like to, yeah. I'd like to introduce like this. Uh, welcome Isaiah. Thank you so much for being here, man. I'm so stoked to, to speak with you today. You. Um, yeah. you know, people ask me a lot like, well, what books should I read? What books have you read? And, it's like probably less than you might imagine. Like so much of it is, you know, it's experiential, you know, reading mm -hmm. books just to force things in there by rote. You know, I've, I've just mm -hmm. always followed curiosity, the resonance that comes from curiosity. You know, yes. when we, when we see somebody who is really a, you know, a, a craftsman or um, we look at them as like an expert at something and we see the gap mm -hmm. between ourselves and where we perceive them to be. And we see just, oh my God, how did they do that? How could they possibly know all of this? But then that person mm -hmm. in that situation is like, well, how couldn't I have known this? It was just like the curiosity put it in there. Like it's, it's a non-effort yeah. type of thing. You know, it's yep. when you're know, sitting with things and just allowing the mind to wander, right? Like that's such a fundamental aspect of allowing things to figure out you know rather than being the thing that does all the figuring it's like we get to yeah. witness that figuring if we give ourselves the space to allow that that perception and that clarity to actually emerge yeah yeah that's i i mean so it's literally you living life and applying the, the knowledge you know like you said because i think and you know this there's a difference between someone who reads a book and they are just kind of you know, regurgitating that information. And you could tell it's like, oh, this is text that you're reciting versus a person who's actually speaking from their own life experience, but also with a level of wisdom to understand what's been going on. And not only like understand it, but to have work through it. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that that's a, a craft and a skill that, um, you know, I'm grateful to have for my own healing and for other people's, but at the same time, it is a rarity you know, is a rarity. So. And what is that, you know, what composes that rarity? Is it 
you know, a pairing of sensitivity and the vulnerability to express that sensitivity, you know, because mm -hmm. we have to be willing to feel and then being able to put mm -hmm. these things together, we have to be able to, or be willing to express that feeling and speak from the heart. You know, it's such a, um, a simple yeah. statement, but there's so many dimensions to all of this, right? Like mm -hmm. uh, one of my yoga teachers, Jay, he comes on the mat and his mess is his message. It's always like, you know, I, I woke up late today and I, you know, been kicking myself because I'm having too much sugar and I haven't been meditating. And, you know, I just, I, f I found myself criticizing myself and judging myself. And he brings that into this, this wisdom of movement and the, the contrast, you can so detect it when someone is speaking from the heart because it's those multiple contact points, those multiple um, harmonies, really, that brings it together. And yeah. I, would, I just spent a, a holiday in Bali and I went and did a bunch of yoga, went to a whole bunch of different mm -hmm. classes, seeing all the different teachers. And it made me really grateful for a lot of the teachers in my life because it was a lot of speaking a lot of words but somebody who's speaking from mm -hmm. the heart they can use a third of the words but have triple the impact come on yes sir yeah 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 and it's cool to be able i think for you to receive that right it takes a uh you know it takes the recipient to be able to understand that too right and um you know as you know this in in the world and in the interwebs you could communicate, you could be as clear and concise as you want to be and articulate as you want to be, but there will still be people that don't understand you. And sometimes they challenge you, right? And it's like, wait, did I, was I not clear? What is going on? Because I didn't use any big words or I didn't uh, talk in riddles. Like I was very direct and to the point. How am I still not being understood? And that's the thing, comprehension, right? Mm -hmm comprehension is is vital and it's not just like verbal comprehension but also an emotional mental spiritual comprehension right the essence of what it means to be willing to understand a person or understand the concept or understand their experiences and how that all brings it full circle you know and that comprehension you know one of the obstructions to that comprehension is the thought that we know like, mm -hmm. I know, and therefore I can't because I'm obstructing myself from receiving what this person can, can give me, what I am allowing. And yeah, you know, rather than being married to any view, married to any opinion, it's always like both and maybe. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. It's the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. And I think that's like an awesome thing. Like, man, that beginner's mind, uh, Shoshin, being mm -hmm. able to allow and be open, not in order to regurgitate a response or an answer, but how can I mm -hmm. add to the context of this experience? How can this person help me deepen, deepen, deepen my understanding of this? And yeah. sometimes the people that, that trigger us the most are the greatest access points to that context. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, that's that's a big one. Uh, it's funny as I, I had a, someone randomly asked me a question earlier. And the way they asked it was like, you weren't looking for an answer. You were just looking to project. And so I said to them, I was like, if something doesn't apply to you, why does it apply to you? Right. 
there are a lot of things that cross my threshold in terms of information that really doesn't align with me. So therefore it doesn't register and I could allow myself to, you know, move past it. But when something does sit on me weird and I feel the need to project or attack somebody else or kind of put it on the other person, that's always an indication of like, oh, okay, you're having an experience that you really aren't comfortable with, right? It's affecting you in some way, you know? Um, so like you said, you know, the, the people that trigger us are usually our best teachers. They're generous. Yes, they're they generous in that, you know, it's, I, I can't remember who said this or where, if it, anybody said it, I'm sure they did. Um, that's how the brain works. Mm -hmm. Whenever the I is leading the conversation, the ego is in charge. It's like, yes, I am hurt. I am resisting this. I am rejecting this. I don't feel like you are understanding me. And we have to have this willingness to also be misunderstood. We can't have an yes. expectation. Yeah. 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 And it's hard, right? To be misunderstood because it's like, in our heads, we correlate, and not everybody, but like obviously to be misunderstood means that you are uh, unworthy, right? There's an unworthiness that's usually attached to the not being understood properly. It's like if I'm misunderstood, then that means I'm doing something wrong or I'm defective or I'm not enough, right? It's this weird thing that happens in our own little head before we even respond to the other person, it's just like, okay, I failed. I did something wrong. I'm not enough of this. I'm wrong. You know, I'm, I'm a joke. I'm an imposter, right? All these things kind of pop up first before we even kind of one, receive the information or kind of take in the inventory of who the person is, but also just respond properly. Mm. You know? We have a need to be seen. And when we're misunderstood, yes. we feel like we aren't. And so it's like that part of ourselves isn't given the space to come to the surface where it can exist and be seen and be heard and be validated, be realized and actualized. Mm -hmm. And and then, you know, even just in the, the neurochemical aspect of not being understood, the cortisol, the yes. adrenaline, and then the impacts of that on our ability to communicate and further express ourselves. And so when we're not understood, we become more incomprehensible. Yes, sir. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like I doubled down. It's, it's, I double down. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. And it's like you said, I think it comes back to everybody wants to matter. And that's something that I've, um, I just kind of take with me, right? I take with me in my, in my life because I think sometimes, and you probably experience this or maybe not, you know, even as men to say that you want to matter to the people around you, like the perception is like, oh, that's weakness. That's a quality of a woman. Like it's, and it's so weird, but even if it's not a literal, um, rhetoric that's preached it's very much uh kind of pumped into society and the understanding of what the dynamics are as a man right like mm -hmm. be like yeah i just i want to matter i want to feel like i matter you know and it's like i just want to feel like i matter to the people that matter to me mm. like that's important i you want know? them to see in me what i sometimes see in myself but 
what I know <clears throat> can be seen, like to have someone validate the parts of you that can't be detected with the immediate senses, like potential. Yes. I want someone to see my potential. I want to see that I'm a student, that I am worthy of investment, that I'm worthy of being seen. I want those parts of me that can't be seen with these senses to be cold to the surface. And when those parts, the parts of us that dream and want to expand and grow and evolve and change and do meaningful mm -hmm. things, we need mm -hmm. that validation in order to help lay the the road that we will take to get to those points. And that requires that, you know, we are seen as what we can be in this moment. And when somebody yes, doesn't sir. have that perception or perspective, and especially if they mean something to us, it's, mm -hmm. it's so deflating and demotivating and demoralizing. And I mean, it's, it's ultimately disempowering, I think is the word I'm looking for. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it kind of, and it's such a, it's not even always an intentional thing, but it's like a thing. It's an impactful thing. Right? Mm -hmm. You know, us being overlooked isn't always an intentional thing because sometimes we are, we're wanting to be seen by people who don't even take looks at themselves. And, you know, we don't even understand that this person is overlooking me because they don't even look at themselves that deeply. Right. Oh, dude, that, that right there. How can we be seen by people who are not willing to see themselves? Mm-hmm. And what is it within us that still wants that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's us not seeing ourselves either, right? So it's yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, two blind people kind of just looking past each other, but hoping that they're seen by the other one. It's like, do you not see me walking here? It's like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not looking. Yeah. I'm not looking, dude. I'm sorry if I. Yeah. You know, without yeah. that awareness, without that. That ability, the willingness to look in the mirror and and really be mm -hmm. radically honest, radically open and, and inquisitive. You know, how can I yes. add to the context of this? How can I, yes. you know, look at these things that I have labeled as faults or weaknesses and really see them as the gateway to freedom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. <laughs> Talk about some peace, dude. This is, yeah. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's funny because even before like chatting with you, like today has been filled with some deep introspection and having, you know, uh, exchange of, of concepts and just understanding how different people are. And like in my closest relationships, like coming to understand a new layer of my relationships with some of the people that are the closest to me and recognizing how different we actually are. Hmm. And, not in a bad way, but just literally, we are very different for very different reasons because of different experiences, different um, nucleus in, in terms of like dynamics and relationships. And it's like, when you kind of realize the beauty in that, sometimes it scares you, right? When it's like, this person who is my person and you could align it, whatever, my best friend, my partner, you know, my, my mom, my sister, whoever, we're very different. And those difference mean uh, a disengagement or kind of a, uh, a disconnect, or does it just mean opposite? Mm. Mm. You know, 
And it's like we have these layers of um, individuality, you know, like we have the, mm-hmm. the biases, conscious and unconscious, our beliefs, conscious and unconscious, our our expectations, our desires, our perceptive barriers. But what is more of a constant, I feel, is like a energetic composition or a state of consciousness. Like when someone is in yeah. a state of love, that helps us to transcend all of the nuances and individuality of our neural pathways and come together on this really common harmonious ground and so it's like how how do we show up in relationships with more of ourselves in the way that we want to in a way that Mm -hmm. makes us feel seen and allows them to be seen Mm -hmm. it's like focusing on your energy focusing on your emotions focusing on how you feel and not expecting others to do that for you but really taking that accountability Mm -hmm. and agency over that energy so that you can walk in and be open and expressive, not from that position of, I need to convince this person, but how can we both come together and add to this context? Yes. I need to, con- I need to connect, not convince. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Context versus confusion. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, man. And uh, it's so real, you know, to like just think about it. And I think the older you get, it does become more of a, well, not the older, you know, because age doesn't always, you know, define maturity, but like, you know, as you have certain experiences, it does allow you to explore what's happening in life a little bit more to a certain capacity, what's happening in your inner world, but also what's happening in the world that, you know, you're trying to create externally. Mm. You know, mm. you know, cause at all times, you know, we are experiencing reality through some kind of contact point. And that mm-hmm. state of consciousness, that state of energy really kind of forms that context, that, that contact point. And it's like, yeah. you, can, you can live many years, but if your contact mm-hmm. point with reality has always been through like insecurity or fear, shame, guilt, judgment, then it's yeah. such a sharp contact point. Things are delivered in such a painful way. And the contact yeah. point of love, it softens. You know, it's like yeah. a blanket around reality that's, that hugs it and brings it close. And it's like got this great surface area that gives you so much contact, so much connection with reality instead of this sharp points of of you know the egoic interpretations that we have yes sir we gotta soften soften so that we can make loving contact with reality come on now yes sir (laughs) yes sir (laughs) i love that man i love it it's good stuff yeah it really is it's like we to, you know, to be able to do that, it's like we go through life collecting experiences, translating those into memories, and it's like those memories, the stories of those memories are really only ever to hopefully add context to whatever this present moment is. But when we don't yeah. have that presence, then we are living in that hazy, ethereal, conceptual realm of storytelling. And I think, you know, with relationships, it's so fundamental to recognize stories. Like yesterday, um, I've got a pregnant fiance and she was... Mm-hmm. Congrats. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. And she was having Yay. one of those days that they talk about in the movies and the books where um, hormones were 
hardcore. Um, yeah. Just a, you know, a, a sense of craziness in the body that doesn't um, feel familiar. It's foreign. And because of that, just a really heightened state. And, um, you know, I'm pretty good at neutralizing things and, and not deflecting, but being like, oh, this isn't personal. This isn't personal. This isn't personal. Moving mm -hmm. on, moving through mm -hmm. my day, still providing that space, still giving that love. But then it got to a certain mm -hmm. point where she said something personal, <laughs> really personal. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. And then I'm like ha hanging out the laundry, like fucking, oh, it's like putting this clip on there, putting this clip on there, just fucking frustrated. And then I, I was like, oh, yeah, dude, whoa, hey, this is a story. This is a story. Uh -huh. You're telling us, your brain is yeah. telling a story right now. But now that I've recognized mm -hmm. that that's a story, I l literally can let go of it. And in, in a second, I went from angrily hanging out the laundry to then mm -hmm. just... Hanging out the laundry, looking at the sky. That's it. Looking at the plants. Yeah. The storyline was dropped away, and that continuity of reality was snipped. Mm -hmm. And you get to begin again when you let go yeah. of the story. Rewrite the narrative, right? It's. Um, I think a lot of times we are afraid to let go of the story because it, it's our identity, right? The, the, the character arc, right? Our reasoning for doing this or being this. And it's like, it could be on a very micro level, but also on a macro level. Like, you know, I, I am this way because this person treated me this way. So therefore I'm hardened, right? This is how I am. That's just how I am. And it's like, is not just how you are. It's just the choice that you're constantly making consistently based off of a, a, a experience that doesn't even exist anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. But this has been your identity and your story and your, your morning affirmation and your nightly, your nightly, you know, reverb for so long that now it's like, this is my, this is my character arc. This is mm -hmm. me. Right. And it's blinding, right? Because we, we don't really think about it in that space. We just kind of, we know what's affected us, but we don't understand how we are letting it move through our body, but also how we are moving through the world with it. All right. So kudos to you for like kind of taking that moment to just stop and be like, this isn't, this isn't mine. This isn't mine. I don't need to claim yeah. ownership over this. Yeah. I don't need to, because yeah. there's there's definitely you know parts of the ego that want to sit in that place of being the victim. Um, mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a part of the ego that really enjoys that, like yes, because the ego doesn't want to change. The ego is this you know protective measure that that doesn't want itself to change, and it's like realizing that I this self these selves is not the scattered interpretations of an ego that's stuck in the past that yes. when i recognize that that thing is in control that that i me and my is leading whatever narrative there is that's a moment that's an opportunity to go hey i can make better stories in this if i pick I'm up right. the pen yes sir i gotta pick up the pen mm -hmm. yeah yeah 
most people leave it to other people to be like, nah, you, you can rewrite this story. But let me tell you how it's supposed to be written, but you can. You can <laughs> I don't want to write it. I don't, I'm not a good writer, but, you know, I know my story better than you do. So I'll let you kind of say it. And funny, we still want to be seen. <laughs> yes. It's like, but I know you're the author, but like, can we somehow make it seem like I was, I was in the writing process in the writing room with you because... <laughs> yeah. This is about me, right? This is me. So I wanted to 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 showcase who I am. It's oh man, we're so delicate. We are so <laughs> delicate. You know, we're so powerful, but so sensitive. Mm -hmm. And yes, that, but that delicateness it also means that we are malleable. That we are shapeshifters. And yes, sir. That the story can change dramatically. You know, even through mm -hmm. just, uh, just better questions. Yes. Yeah. Better That's questions. a big one. Yeah. Mm. That's a big mm. one. Asking questions is, oh, man. And, and you know, I think there's a, a difference between asking a question that's intrusive or asking a question that's leading versus asking a question to allow or invite intimacy into me see right mm. I'll allow a safety there where it's like where i'm asking you a question because i'm eager to understand you and i want to know how i could take care of you better mm. right <laughs> right mm. my questions come from all right where's the wound so we can tend to it or like where's your safe space so we can tend to that and, and cultivate it and make sure it stays that way Right. How am I able to kind of show up to the best of my ability to make sure that any given point in time when we're in connection, you always feel like you're taken care of. Right. And asking that for yourself matters, too. It's like, all right, what do you need? Mm, that's that a look good like? question. That's the better question. Like, does it is this question about to confuse or contextualize? Like, mm. why am I like this? Why do these things keep happening to me? confusion like why yes. why does reality continue to emerge neutral events and then i label them good or bad it's like mm -hmm. you know, it's so funny the mind in its in its constant labeling and noting is like hmm i don't yeah. feel excellent right now so that must mean that i feel bad and that this is bad and i'm bad for feeling bad you know having a negative experience or a negative emotion automatically it aligns with I'm a negative person. Mm. Right. That I'm not yeah. showing up, that I'm not who I say I am, that I'm not who I thought I was, that these things are in yes. contrast, that I'm experiencing this dissonance between how I feel and what I thought I should be feeling. And the storyline yeah. is such a huge part of that, that, you know, mm -hmm. in that moment of, Oh, this thing happened and it's because it's not amazing. It must be bad, very bad indeed. Or we mm -hmm. can roll in that moment, like breathing deeply, giving a little bit of space and going, maybe, because that maybe, that's, yeah. that's neutral energetic territory. From that point, you get to yes. choose where you go and what you do, as opposed to just being caught in the wind all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. I like, I like how your mind works because it's, it's very, uh, it's poetic, but it's also very potent. You know what I'm saying? It's like... You know, how you, you travel, 
right? When, when, and it's funny because like you, and I, I told this to, to my, my best bud, I'm like, I was telling him the other day, I was like, you know, you're very intelligent and your capacity maybe it, it, and it's not about being better than someone or them being lesser than, it's just understanding that your capacity and how you process information can be very different. And sometimes that could be very isolating. However, I love being on the opposite side of listening to you go through your process. And I say that to you too, because I'm like sitting here and I'm just like listening to you, but also just watching your mind work. And I'm like, this is, it's, it's cool. It's refreshing. You know what I'm saying? It's fun. It's an adventure. Yeah, dude. I love that. I love that. It's, yeah. I want it to be an adventure. I, I never know what I'm going to say before it's said. Um, especially on podcasts. It's like, yes, you, you're creating the space so that what will be said can emerge. And then through that, mm-hmm. you get that understanding. That understanding just rides the back of every word. And then at the end, you're like, oh, that might have made sense. But I didn't know where I was going right. during it. <laughs> it's like the GPS stopped working a long time ago. So I just kind of trusted. We'll, we'll get there. We'll definitely get to our destination. But I just don't know what street we're on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. It's cool. Yeah, and I, I got to come back to Earth frequently. Um, because you can, you know, th- those esoteric and existential realms, um, yes. you know, it's like back, does this confuse or contextualize? And sometimes the confusion is the context. It's what you need. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you read a book or you hear a podcast or you hear a statement that fractures part of your worldview and yes. go in stable for a little while and you are more confused mm-hmm. what am i doing with my life where am i going with all of this it's like that confusion is a mm-hmm. good thing because you've received new information that is kind of made old information obsolete or more confused or less certain which is a good yep. thing because when those things break apart you get they and i'm not going to say you put them together they put mm-hmm. themselves together and you get to witness it. And it's in those moments of uncertainty, lack of clarity, confusion. Can, how much can we embrace that and be like, yes, all right, I'm confused. This is this is good. It means we're traveling new terrain. What will be there yeah. for me? Maybe, 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 maybe. Yes. Yeah. Confusion is good. It's 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 so man, I was literally having this this conversation just earlier. Uh, because I was I was walking through something with a friend of mine. I was just like, you know, it's confusing for me, but also it's kind of cool because there's a level of curiosity that I'm intrigued by. And I'm like, I just think it's, it's kind of fun in the grand scheme. If you take a step back, like exploring new territory and what things mean to me and, and what meaning is associated with just who I am and how I navigate life, like it's, it's growth, right? Mm-hmm. And not being afraid of like, growing past a certain point, but also looking at certain things in a different way and understanding, oh, wow, this is how I process information. Where does this come from? Oh, that? Wow, that's that's interesting. Okay. What else? You know, what else? <laughs> what else? What else? Yeah. It, yeah. In, in Buddhism, you know, Buddha talks about life being a process of unlearning. And that's, it's so true that, you know, often that confusion, it's because that new information is is helping to 
remove a barrier to our obstruction rather than add a barrier to our perception or sorry a barrier to our perception instead of mm -hmm. um add one like we we need to have those moments of oh shit what does this mean yeah and then if we don't have an answer it's like don't force it force versus power yeah. power is impatience yes sir yes sir Oof. yeah Gotta be patient yeah. to allow what needs to yeah. come up to come up. And then <clears throat> it comes up to come out. Having a mode of expression yep. so that you can allow this exposed nerve of a brain a place to expel and express and get it out. Because that process of gaining clarity is not one of just like looking in the mind the whole time and trying to sort through the wispy, energetic emanations of mind. Like, Thoughts mm -hmm. are, you know, there, there's such powerful things for things that just barely exist on this plane. Right, right. It's just like a faint little grasp that we have of it. And it's, it's, I think it's better when things don't fully make sense because it doesn't, um, it doesn't water down the beauty of it. And that sounds like very like hoity toity, but it's, it's such this thing. Like even the concept I think of like what love is and how people define it and like even friendship, right? What that looks like and how it's defined in society versus what it can actually have the potential to be. And understanding the significance of it, the deep impact that it is and the mystique that it, it, it can transform into like, that's an amazing thing. It's a delicate thing too. It could be scary sometimes, but I think all of that makes it that much more beautiful and, and allows you to understand how important it is. Right. Mm. You know, mm. how necessary it's, you know, and we, we also have so much, you know, cultural emphasis on the rational gaze, right? Like mm -hmm. scientific literature and the emergence of, you know, modern medicine and, you know, it's funny. The biologists say that it's nothing but biology. And then it's nothing yeah. but physics, say the physicists. And it's nothing but mm -hmm. God, say the creationists. And it's like, can we defocalize here and soften the gaze and see how all yeah. of these things are? That all of these things are conduits of truth? And that by yes, not sir. having to subscribe to something that, you know, is a sense maker or a truth presenter that we might see the greater truth of it all. And it's at that point that, that the mysticism and the magic really is present. And it's, yeah. you know, less, I have to believe this thing, or this is what I believe, but can we suspend disbelief? Mm. Mm. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, please do. Can't <laughs> we suspend? Suspend. I read that in the book. I'm sure I read that in the book. I I, I love it though. It's I mean it's it's cool to think about because you know sometimes even suspending disbelief and your own doubts and like to suspend disbelief means that there's no allowance of disbelief right mm. there's it's not allowed here so when i think of myself in a way that's negative or like kind of half or less than what i deserve is like all right how about you suspend disbelief for a little bit and just kind of like mm. welcome in a truth you know 
Yeah, because it's like, you know, we want to believe in ourselves and we want others to believe in themselves too. But sometimes that's asking too much. Like, it's too radical of a change. And so if we can just say, well, if you can't believe in yourself yet, at least suspend the disbelief in yourself and see what might come up. I'm right in that. We want to believe in ourselves. We want others to believe themselves. But sometimes that's too much. That is good, Cam. That's powerful, dude. That's good. Hell yeah. Let's go. Let's That's get it. Good. We're out here today, dude. We are doing it. We are here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so goodness. funny because like we're so much of what we are saying, it's you know, it's this undercurrent of experience and it's a lot of the same thing but said different ways. Like suspending disbelief yeah. is is like saying maybe. It's that neutral yep. neutral energetic territory that just gives you more a greater field and yeah. What's awesome is that like maybe creates the space for potential. Same thing as yeah. suspending disbelief creates a space for potential to emerge. As long as we are believing or non-believing, then we are mm -hmm. in either of those places omitting what isn't directly within that belief. You know, it's like yeah. To, you know, it's like when we're trying to figure out a problem and we are the ones doing the figuring out. It's like, I got to solve this. I got to solve this. And we hyper focalize on some little fragmented version of reality and go like, it's not making sense. It's like, because you are the sum of all of this. Yes. You got to yeah. allow that sum to come up. You ever seen those, um, like those 3D images in books? I think it's like a, a stereotopic image or a stereograde image. And if you're looking mm -hmm. right at it, it's just a mess of colorful pixels. But if you soften the gaze yeah. or you look through it or you look just beyond it, the 3D image emerges. It's like yep. if you're looking right at the thing, it's not going to emerge it's how you think it's going to emerge. But if you just soften and mm. defocalize, take away the need to be rational about things and allow mm -hmm. that image, allow that clarity to actually come into perception. Yes, sir. Oof. Those are my favorite things to look at growing up too. I used to like, I was a big, uh, I love riddles, like visual riddles, but also like word riddles and, you know, just kind of looking at things from a different angle and seeing the big picture. Like I took a lot of joy in those. And even now, sometimes I still find them and it's like, it's nostalgic, but it's also like just cool. Right. And there's a level of, um, I think patience that comes with that. Right. Uh, even puzzles, I enjoy puzzles because it's, it's 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 time invested to create the bigger picture. And while all the pieces may not fit how you desire, right? You can't keep forcing a puzzle to be something that is not because you desire it to just be this picture. Like let it become what it needs to become, versus trying to force these two pieces that don't fit. You know. I'm just I'm thinking about my own my own puzzles. When it comes to that, mm -hmm. like, yes, when, when it doesn't feel like it's working, when there's so much force involved, mm -hmm. you know, some, you're, sometimes it's because you're missing that context, right? Like, yeah, I, it's, it's hard to put the, you know, building out a, a sky in a puzzle from the middle of the sky when all the pieces kind of look the same, but nothing's fitting. 
It's like, where's the, where's the border of this thing? Where's the frame? What if, where am I willing to go in order to detect an edge so that I can build out from that? Where are my edges? Right. Oof. I'm writing that down too. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> we should have a, uh, uh, a writer's club. Dude, we should. I, I would the, love that. I have the perfect space for it in the in the community. Yeah. Oh yes. All right. Cool. And what's awesome is that this is all getting transcribed and recorded, and I'll put that into Notion, and I'll just say, mm -hmm. "Give me the action items," and then it'll give me the action yes. items, and I say, "Now do those." <laughs> nice. Taking away, you know, the mechanical side of things, so that we can show up like this, in the way yeah. that we want for the yeah. why that we want, when that we want, how we want. And mm -hmm. you know this in the in the community of been working on creating this space that is a like a creator club, and I use that yeah. word creator very very broadly. It's you know whether yes. you're you're an artist of a certain medium or whether you are a coach or a healer, you are you know a creator mm -hmm. of something, and so it's a space for us to go in there and experiment. Be like, hey, I have this idea, I have some thoughts, but. I yes. lack the context. I need the collective to tune into this. And so putting an idea into the idea incubator and having the collective mm -hmm. chime in and be like, I love this. I love this. Don't put that there. <laughs> that doesn't go there. <laughs> we take that down. <laughs> We're taking that down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have like a pretty solid community around you now? Yeah. It's, it's growing. It's so, That's good. it's so beautiful. Like, you know, creating a literal space for mm -hmm. people to be themselves or to be what they might be. And what's, what's incredible is like, because we're all involved in community in various ways. And often we are yeah. involved in the community that just is around us. And it's kind of the intentions and the frameworks have already been established. And so when it comes to like creating your own community, it's like, well, shit, what's my intention what is the bedrock of this thing what is this the mm -hmm. energy that really is the foundation of what can come from here and with that intention of openness yeah. vulnerability excitement play authenticity expression 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 it's really yeah. beautiful to see what can come from that and so let's let's host a, a writers club in the community and mm -hmm. and we can start things off there because writing really is right the most powerful thing that anybody can do and i really believe this strongly um and first we have mm -hmm. to suspend the disbelief that we are not writers anybody yes can write. yeah it's like well i can't mm -hmm. I, I can't write i was never good at it in school this ain't school this is life come on now come on now i'm writing that down. we can write we can write yeah you know it's it's how you get to know yourself it's actually how you think and when you write you think more effectively more comprehensive mm -hmm. with more comprehension and it's just the most incredible way to get to know yourself and when you write consistently it's amazing how everything else just kind of unfolds it's like you, you, yes, you created the storyline and then the universe is like well i have no choice but to um comply yeah i i guess i gotta lean into this this is just what it is you know i, <laughs> I mean i guess this is what we're doing all right cool perfect you know yeah I love that. Yeah, writing, like I said, I never saw myself as a writer. And the confidence came where certain professors um, and even teachers back in like high school 
are like this. I like this. They're like, you're a good storyteller. They're like, I like your writing. I like how your mind works. And that in itself gave me a boost of confidence because I didn't always think that I was a good writer. Right? And then, um, you know, my book only coming about in the last couple of years. And that was just, like you said, the universe kind of complying in a lot of ways, right? Because I, in some way, shape or form, just made the decision, like planted the seed. I'm like, I'm going to do this. Okay. And that decision, now what? like the decision, I made the decision. And it's, you know, when you, when you made that decision, were you confident mm-hmm. or were you ready? I was confident i wasn't ready oh all right interesting yeah and so i just i i knew this is something that i wanted to do and since i knew that i wanted to do that like i was confident in that decision i was like all right cool i don't know much but i'm gonna figure it out as i go and everything i needed to learn i learned when the time was right as so I was when ready. the time was right, like you couldn't have known it mm-hmm. before you needed to know it. Like that's the other thing is like you want to pursue whatever you want to pursue. You want to do what you want to do. Don't expect to know anything yeah. about it before you get to that point. Like the steps really emerge as they need to be taken. You know, coming back to mm-hmm. this present moment and asking ourselves better questions. What do I want to do right now? How do I want to mm-hmm. feel? What is my intention with this day? What is my intention with this piece of writing with this project with this mode of curiosity and creativity and understand that that Mm -hmm. the network effect of your history of curiosity and creativity is Mm -hmm. phenomenal but it's not something that you know before it's happened you only know it in hindsight it's like wow okay that's how everything came together but you couldn't have possibly figured out this multi-dimensional riddle before it's been lived. It was time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, man. <laughs> and that's cool because it's, it's, it's a, you know, the, the concept of being so many different people at different points in time in your life. Like you're, you're a core of who you are. Um, right. Life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself and getting, you know, getting to understand. I have that on my wall, but like, is getting to recognize that you could be so many things and they are still who you are, but you are allowing the creative process to also exist and just letting that be whatever beauty comes of that. You know what I'm saying? It's really cool. What advice would you have for someone who does want to write, for someone who has been told when they were younger that, oh, this isn't an option for you. This is what you are. Mm. I would say right from truth, right? Mm -hmm. Start with what you know and allow that to be confidence and reassurance that you have content that you could create from, right? And if you trust in that content and you trust that your life is not this um, one dimensional kind of thing, and there are intricacies in there, there are experiences that that have affected you that may be kind of, dormant but still have influenced who you are if you can kind of embrace this idea that i've had some very unique experiences in life even if i don't remember them fully i can kind of tap into them right 
if you write from your truth, you can expound upon certain things. You could even kind of recreate a, a different narrative for certain things that have happened, right? When you write from truth, you have all the content you will ever need and you're writing your own story. So by design, you're a phenomenal writer. This is your story, you know? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And you know, truth as this conduit for more, like starting with that truth, it, mm -hmm. it is this, the gateway into, you know, the, the seeking of further truth because we are truth creators as we question and ask and, and distill this experience into the power of the word more truth mm -hmm. emerges and there's so many dimensions to asking yourselves these questions what do i want to know about me yeah Ooh, i'm gonna write that down too you're so good <laughs> dude game recognized game yeah. yes sir <laughs> so, so beautiful uh, and empowering and and just energetically restoring coming across your words because I just felt so much resonance with what you speak on, how you speak, how you communicate that mm -hmm. energy and, and how I do it. Like I, I felt yes. seen by listening to what you do. It was, I went, Oh, okay. You know that sometimes that you're right, that loneliness that can come from thinking a certain way. Then you come across people yeah. who you go, Oh, I'm not lonely anymore. I'm seen. Come on, baby. Yes. Yes, I share that sentiment, man. It's it was such a blessing to see you come across, and uh, it was funny because we we kind of reached out, and this is the whole thing of when when you're ready and when it's time, it will happen. Because we literally like were reaching out to each other at the same time, and how much of a, a reminder that you know the the world we have in our head is so small in comparison to how this world works and how energy works and how the beauty of connection kind of, again, transcends the stereotypical of like, Oh, the, we need to be in proximity to have a, a deep bond or have this, this bond that goes deep, right. Mm -hmm. Doesn't always necessarily need to happen. It just needs to be a willingness to see the other person. Yeah. Yes. Right. Willingness to, see the other person and a willingness to be seen like we we ha we yes. were gifted with this connection because we decided to use our voices and yes, when sir. you decide to use your voice you don't have to reach you don't have to cling it just emerges in front of you mm, yes 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 you can you know let go of the the need to to, to keep reaching and forcing it's like Use the voice. You have a you have a beacon. You have this this beam that if yes. you allow it to emerge, you know, using this this incredible power of technology that we have where we can globalize our connection, globalize our expression and allow mm -hmm. others who resonate and and feel harmony with that to, to tune in. And it's it's the most incredible power that I don't think we've realized. I haven't realized the power of it yet. Not fully. I don't know if I'll ever experience it fully because it's, it doesn't live in the conceptual realm. It's this broader experiential, you know, 
multidimensionality, but to put it simply, use your voice mm -hmm. and allow that voice to be the beacon for attracting the people that you yeah. love, the people that you already belong with, even though you haven't met them yet. <laughs> I mean, are we writing a book? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man. We, yeah, we're just going to have to write a book. I think so, dude. It's, it's, that's the it's only logical belief. Thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I've had so much fun with you today. Same, man. This is refreshing and like much needed. And again, it, it's, it's really on brand in terms of just kind of where I've been sitting, funny enough, and having these deep kind of realizations with my some of my closest friends you know from a distance but like people that i share a very deep bond with and it's i think it's a beautiful thing that i don't question when i stumble across people or they stumble across me and it just happens it's like mm. this is what this is what it looks like to find your tribe or your tribe finds you and it's it's a beautiful thing so thank you <laughs> Thank you. I give my thanks. I give my thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for all of it. You know, allowing all of it, everything that arises and occurs and emerges and happens. It's like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Dude, where, where, where can people find you? Oh man. Uh, where can you find me? You can find me, um, on Instagram at Isaiah Frizzell, uh, catch my podcast, uh, the bird brain podcast. Um, my book is in stores currently the color in books and Barnes and Nobles. You could also get it on Amazon. Um, where else can you find me? You might see me on TV every now and then that's, that's the thing. And, uh, where else I'm, I'm kind of all over the place. And it's so funny being so introverted. I am my outreach. I, I think kind of it, it, it it reaches past my own backyard, which is the irony, right? You know, being an introverted person is like, this is where it is. But at the same time, this is where I am. Mm. Oh, you know? And that how beautiful that we are in this time where the, you know, the introverted, the introspective, the thoughtful, the patient, the conscious mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. infinitely scale that voice so we can connect still and we're not we're not governed by these more solitude oriented qualities we can be mm -hmm. that fullest expression of self and still enjoy that alone time and not have to be anything that we're not yeah yeah it's a blessing man it's 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 a it's a real blessing and I think the older I get, the more I understand, you know, we talk about life purpose or how do you find your purpose or whatever. It's like, you don't really find it. You just kind of exist in it. You do it on purpose, right? That's how you yeah. find your purpose. You do you on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's so true. Like bringing purpose into your day. I'm going to do, mm -hmm. do anything with purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be, you know, just the, the immediacy of purpose mm -hmm. is this thing that unfolds the greater purpose. 
And that's something that you yes, get sir. to look back on and be like, oh, okay. Well, it turned out that was my purpose. Yeah. It's like, oh, light bulb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's was what I mean, literally, that's what the past few years have been for me. Like everything that is now was never a part of my plan. Mm. Um, it's not something that I was actively per you know, pursuing in the sense of like, I'm gonna be this big. I'm going to have this podcast. I'm going to be this author. I'm going to be this motivational speaker talking about mental health and all these things. Like ask me about four years ago, maybe five. I'm like, um, you want me to do what? No, that's not happening. Thank you though. But no, <laughs> that's no. not me. Yeah. And at not, some point not, though, something fractured that and that disbelief mm -hmm. was suspended and then you get to become what you are. Like this, yes, sir. You know, because this was always there. It was always in you. You have just walked into a timeline that was already established. Come on. Ooh. Yes. And what a timeline, man. It's 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 full of, I think, so much. It's a very uh big rich timeline mm. and very, very, very potent and important timeline. And um it's it's weighted, but it's it's also an important timeline nevertheless you know it's like it's necessary yeah. you know yes it is necessary um yeah dude thanks so much for being here um i'll uh we'll, we'll talk after this and we'll arrange the writers club yeah that's gonna be fun let's do it i'll drop all the links to yeah. all those things you mentioned in the description below yeah. everybody please go go and enjoy go and bask go and connect go and be empowered go and allow your everything to emerge um it's really special and powerful and really the world is at your fingertips if you decide to pick up the pen come on right from truth that's the one right there right from yes. truth. thank you thank for you. having me and this is this is definitely this is some good soul food so i appreciate you being who you are man received and returned yes sir <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.